Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Honest Podcast. My name is Olga, and I'm the founder of The Honest Network. Today, we're going to talk about sports, and specifically NBA. And I would love to share with you a story that I personally have never heard of, even though I know quite a bit about the NBA. So, have you ever heard of someone scoring 25 points while playing on one good leg upon injury in the NBA? And this is the story of Isaiah Thomas, the Isaiah Thomas who played in the 80s and 90s. We do have one now, currently, but that's the story about Isaiah Thomas, the former NBA player, Hall of Fame point guard who played for Detroit Pistons during the 80s and the 90s. Known for his exceptional skills and leadership, he led the Pistons to -to back-to-back NBA championships in 1989 and 1990. Leaving a lasting legacy as one of the greatest point guards in the history despite being one of the shortest players in the league. By the way, short is 6'1", okay? Thomas had a highly successful career, yet his leadership skills and determination were evident in the game 6 of the 1988 NBA Finals. Just for kicks and giggles, I was born in 1987, so I was one. Um, So, in 1988 NBA Finals Game 6 against the Lakers, he played through a severe ankle injury. And the injury took place when Thomas landed awkwardly after a driving layup attempt on the foot of Los Angeles Lakers center Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The impact caused a severe ankle sprain. Despite the pain and the initial uncertainty surrounding his return, Thomas displayed incredible determination and grit, scoring 25 points in the third quarter while playing on one good leg, ending the game with 43 points in total. And although Pistons did not win the game or championship that year, they won the next year and the next year, Thomas had definitely shown his incredible toughness and the will to win. And so today I want to ask you, have you ever had a situation where you had to persevere no matter what? I remember back in the days when I was professional athlete, I did ballroom dancing professionally. It's very big in Europe and also worldwide. Sort of what you see on Dancing with the Stars, but kind of the real thing. I started dancing when I was five. We practiced seven hours every day up until I was about 20. That's when I retired and focused on my studies, which is a story for another day. But I... There was a year where I won Grand Slams, um, national championships, regional, national, international, and world championships. And so that big year, I remember we had to have about 38 championships outside the country. I competed for Germany. So this was outside Germany, which truly meant that since the championships were taking place, um, usually on the weekend, we would be traveling from one city to another. And so we had one championship, let's say on a Saturday, don't remember correctly, and we would go to the um, another country, another championship on Sunday. And so since we were really up high on in the ranking, we could skip the first qualification rounds. And so this is what happened. We arrived, I think, to our national championship. We could skip the first rounds. And I had to rush and change my dress and 
uh, by the way, this story is wild, okay, and change my dress and get into the shoes. And if you are familiar a bit with ballroom dancing, it has waltz and tango and foxtrot, and it's danced in those gorgeous ball gowns, right, that are sort of floor length and actually ankle length. And you have those fabulous shoes you wear and so on and so forth. And so I threw the shoes on the floor. I rushed to the bathroom, put my dress on, or was like a changing room, came back. I don't really see the shoes. I just know where they are. And, you know, right and left, I can, you know, differentiate that. And I just stepped into the shoes and, you know, and kind of felt awkward, but ran, you know, went with it, ran uh, further. And so we danced the first round. After the first round, I feel that my right leg is getting numb. And I'm thinking, huh, what's happening? What this, you know? And I rushed back to the dressing room and I pulled off my shoe and suddenly, sorry for the graphic and those who are sensitive, don't listen. I wish you a good day. But if you're not, listen, I put the shoe off and the blood just splattered everywhere. Turns out somebody, and in sports, it's happens so much that, um, you know, people do not so nice things to each other. I personally have never concentrated on that or done that. I just ignored whoever, whatever focused on me. I rather win with performance than anything, but somebody had put a nail in my shoe. And so of course you have the doctors and the management and everybody. And they're like, we have to you have to dance the next round because this is the final. You have to win, you know, championship to go to the world championship. That's how it works. You win your national, you go to international. And so they had to put the shoe with the nail back in. And after the competition, then they handled it properly. But this is something where even though your body can handle it physically, the adrenaline will help you to do so, Right. So many times we hurt ourselves, we don't feel it, and then when we realize what the hell happened, then, you know, the, the craziness breaks loose. But in that moment, your, the mindset plays the most essential role. If you see whatever happened to you and you start, you know, feeling pity or start feeling sorry for yourself and you're like, oh my God, what am I going to do? There is practically, for an athlete, no time to go through the motions and make a wise decision. You are focused. This is the result you want to achieve and you go for it and the adrenaline will help you to do so. The main point is to have that medical team, right? In this case, also in Isaiah's case here, that will take care of you so you don't harm yourself. So you can't really do that outside of professional sports environment. But I want you to think of that um, you know, perhaps you were writing an exam or doing something at work or preparing a presentation, right? And even though you have done everything and you're standing finally in front of the crowd, you feel this adrenaline rush, right? And in that moment, you decide to go for it or run from it, right? It's this fight or flight mentality. And I really want you to remember a situation where you went for it. How did it feel? How did that adrenaline help you? And how did you feel after, after you persevered? Also, if it ever happened to you, when did you chicken out and run away, right? For me, I 
was growing up very shy. I mentioned that. And I wrote, I remember my grandparents were celebrating their wedding anniversary and I wrote a very wonderful poem for them. And I was so scared to read it out loud at our family dinner that I literally crawled under the table and my my grandpa had to read it, right? And now I have a podcast and I'm speaking in public and, you know, this is all sort of healed, right? Or reversed. But at that moment, I would never, ever imagine to be speaking to one person, let alone in public or even recording a podcast here sitting by myself. But, you know, the moments where we chicken out, they don't feel good, right? We don't have very happy moment, uh, memories left after experiencing something like that. But those little wins, when we decide to go for it, this is something that we keep in our heart as a little medal that will support us for the next accomplishments, the bigger accomplishments that will follow. So I want you really to bathe in that feeling that you went for it, you conquered your fears, and you've done it. If you are having any phobia, right? I'm super scared of flying every single time. I'm already preparing to depart, you know, from this planet Earth. But every time I fly and I land and I'm like, you did it. This is wonderful. Now you're here, right? Now you can attend the meeting or you can visit your loved ones. You know, you travel, you get new experiences. So really gather those little medals. Remember when was the time when you went for it and you conquered your fears, you conquered your um, limitations and you broke your own personal grounds, right? How did it feel? Keep that feeling and remind yourself that you've done it back then, you do it now and you will be doing it more and more in the future. And by gathering and by keeping those little medals in your heart, it will make it easier for you to persevere next time. And next time, perhaps it will be vital, not just for you, for your loved ones, for your life in general. Sorry for the noises, but thank you so much for listening today. I hope you learned something and uh, please share it with somebody. And please also go to Honest Network or Honestpreneur on Instagram or TikTok and watch the video. There you can see, you see Isaiah performing and persevering and I don't know how the heck he did it, but scoring those 25 points on one leg almost falling down every time. This is just incredible. And if you've never seen that before, please do. And uh, if you love reading, again, honestnetwork.com, go read the article. And um, I really appreciate you for dedicating your time for listening here. Thank you so much and see you next time. <music>